Hey, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here, Going Full Nerd. Now, I promised you during my live stream this week, when I made the spoiler-free review of Avengers Endgame, that I was going to give a chock-full-of-spoilers video that I was going to drop today. Okay, well, this is the thing. I'm dropping it, but I found out I had so much stuff to think about, so much stuff to talk about, that I'm actually going to have to break this down into two separate videos. So you're going to get this one today, and I think I'll try to drop the other one on Friday before we get to our back and forth discussion that we'll do on my next live stream. So check it out. This is my spoiler-filled review of Avengers Endgame and basically the thoughts about the MCU future, okay? Now, the elephant in the room is the main Avengers are never going to be the same. That's just how it is. All of their stories, as well as the original actors' contracts, have come to an end. So, in my spoiler-free review, I said the movie wasn't perfect. And actually, it's not. There are plot holes. There are things that came up missing, which I'll discuss eventually. But it does confirm, in my humble opinion, that we will not get a large-scale connected story like we did with the original Marvel Cinematic Universe films, okay? So, what I want to do is kind of talk each character and each little scenario and see how it's going to have an impact on the MCU going forward. Pretty simple? Well, here we go. Let's start off with the original six Avengers. Now, this is the key. Iron Man. This is the big one, folks. With Robert Downey Jr.'s contract completely over, Iron Man has pretty much made the final sacrifice dispatching Thanos and his minions with a snap of his own. With his own Infinity Gauntlet. Who's, who, who saw that coming? A lot of people did. But this is the deal. I was really hoping for Robert Downey Jr. to kind of become the new Stan Lee when it came to Marvel Cinematic Universe or Marvel Studio Films. I mean, outside of Happy Hogan, who will be making an appearance in Spider-Man Far From Home, a lot of the original Iron Man cast, but pretty much we can sit here and say Tony Stark is completely gone. He's dead. So... Now, this is one thing I will bring up. We got to remember there were so many times in the comic books that Tony Stark has died. Also, with the introduction of time travel and the quantum realm, this does leave the door open to bring Tony back for something world-threatening, okay? Now, this is proven already in Endgame because we have a time-displaced Gamora running around, which, according to the actions of other characters, I am sure it's going to be interwoven into the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 script. Now let's talk Captain America. Now many people thought he was going to be the one to sacrifice himself in the midst of battle. Now, this did not happen in Avengers Endgame, yet we did lose him. Okay, Chris Evans has notably said he's done with his role as Captain America. Now, this also is in question because of the time travel aspects now unlocked. Chris Evans can reprise the role if a large enough threat is introduced in the next phase of Marvel films. Now, this is the deal. Even though he's passed the mantle on to Sam Wilson, Falcons, Anthony Mackie, okay, I don't really see a featured movie being done with Anthony Mackie as Captain America. The world ain't ready for it. It was, wasn't ready for the comic book when Falcon took over for Captain America, so I definitely know the movie ain't ready for it. 
And this is the thing. There's a Disney Plus series getting ready to debut this fall called Falcon and Winter Soldier. It wasn't Captain America and Winter Soldier. It was the Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I wonder how long this is going to last or are they really going to explore Sam Wilson, Captain America? Only time will tell. Now here was the surpriser for Endgame for me. Now Thor, this character is different. He's going to continue on. I mean, Chris Helmsworth, he ain't crazy. He, my man said, yo, if you need me, I'll play Thor. Now, I'll be honest. He's developed this character in the one that mixes some seriousness and humor that put off some fans and that gained some fans. But the end result means he's actually going to make an appearance in Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, they teased it a little bit in Endgame. They dropped some Easter eggs about Asgardians of the Galaxy. This was the name of a comic book. Different cast, different series, but kind of the same premise. You got your Asgardians rolling around doing stuff like the Guardians from the movie. But that's a whole different story. Go, go there. And... What I'm going to say is, is the character of Thor has really come full circle from the first film. He doesn't seem as stiff as he was in that first film. And now he's a more jovial. <laughs> and if you've seen the movie, you know why I say he's jovial. You know, he's almost, he's he looking a lot like Volstagg, but that's a whole different story. But he's a little more, you know, relaxed and jovial than he was in the first couple of Thor films. And I think this is a good direction for the character, keeping it more humor-filled like in Thor Ragnarok. Some people will disagree. But what I am going to say is this. I mean, by the time we get to Guardians of the Galaxy, he will probably, they'll take the suit off of him. He's going to be back to his pirate angel look, as Rocket called him. And they'll be out doing a whole bunch of things. Hopefully, they bring in Adam Warlock, like they teased in, you know, Guardians Volume 2. So, we'll see what happens with that. Now, here was the surprise of Endgame. And that was Black Widow. Now... It was surprising, yet it fit the narrative perfectly. She always, in my opinion, she seemed like a fish out of water. And as the MCU goes cosmic, she would have felt even more out of place. Okay? So, don't get me wrong. When she appeared in Iron Man 2 all those years ago, the hype was real. And I think she's done all she could for this and any future narrative. All right? But just like any other of the dead characters or retired Avengers, if the threat is big enough, they can go back in time using the quantum realm, snatch her up, and boom, we got Natasha Black Widow back. The fact that they emphasize she is gone because of the sacrifice she made to get the soul stone, okay? They emphasize this, but this is the thing. So did Gamora, and they brought her back. Alas, it's an older Gomorrah, but they could do the same thing with Black Widow. Now, this is the thing. If Cap had to go back in time and place the stones back before they were taken, where's Widow? Okay? Because if there is no sacrifice, there is no stone. So it makes you wonder, is it a plot hole or was this done on purpose since there's a Black Widow film scheduled to be released? Now, we know the Black Widow film is going to take place in the past, part of her origin story, but knowing Marvel, we get end credit scenes a lot. So maybe, maybe, just maybe, they could bring her back. And this is something we could think about. Hmm. I wonder. 
Last but not least, I'm going to talk about the last of the original six. No, I got this is what one, two, three, four. This is five. I am so sorry. Let's talk the Hulk. Now, for those fans that watched Infinity War and saw Hulk get bodied up, I'm going to say he got shortchanged in all of this in Endgame. All right, I'm happy that Banner's finally getting what they described as the best of both worlds, but you know we never got the Thanos Hulk throwdown rematch that we wanted after Hulk caught them hands during Infinity War. You know, remember, he came out in the beginning of Infinity War. He was like, yo, whop, whop, whop. And then Thanos was like, did that old drunken master routine. was like, hit started, whop, 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 and, and, and put him down, okay? Now, the expl explanation about time travel given to the Hulk by the Ancient One really makes sense with the MCU going forward. Talking about the branching of time, the different timelines, how that some timelines, they had to put the stones back to keep this timeline intact, but they did, I, I know changes. And with Captain America going back and living his life with Peggy Carter, changes have been made. Changes happened. Hmm. So there are branches out there, and I think that's what's gonna be explored in the next phase of the MCU. Whew. Now, this also gives the ability, okay, and thank you, Hope, for this, since you got that explanation from the Ancient One, this is the key. Phase four is gonna be unlike phases one through three because none of the stories, or maybe some of the stories, will be interconnected. Now, if they do connect these stories, these stories may be connected by a very slim thread. And that slim thread will be what brings the last movie in phase four, which could be a new Avengers flick, much like, hold it, let me say it, Avengers Forever, which gives you the opportunity to bring back Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Helmworth, the original six. Think about it. If they're willing to play the roles, and as long as they don't take another 10, 15 years to go through and make all these movies. Just putting it out there. All right, now, here's the truth. I'm down to the last of the original six, and that's Hawkeye. I'll be honest, this was the character I felt got the shaft. No pun intended, all right? Because he was so dramatically underutilized throughout this whole, what they're calling the Infinity Saga, all right? Every movie he was in basically underutilized. And this movie was no different in my personal opinion. Sure, we got his debut as Ronin. Sure, he started the game of keep away with Thanos and Stark Gauntlet. Okay, but as always, Hawkeye has just proven to be a guy with a bow and arrow that comes up with the short end of the stick. There's nothing that he really does that makes me feel he's going to get carried into the next iteration of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, yeah, they showed in the beginning of the movie, they had his daughter, it looked like he was training her. Everybody's been making Kate Bishop references, talking about, oh, we're probably gonna have a Young Avengers. Doubt it, not gonna happen anytime soon, which surprised the heck out of me. Unless they go and do that Avengers for everything that I just mentioned. Think about it. All right, guys, hey, that's part one, all right? I'm going to get part two recorded. We're going to talk about the other characters. We're going to talk about your Guardians of the Galaxies, your Black Panthers, your Spider-Man, and Nick Fury, and all the rest of the characters that 
basically are have survived into the next phase of the Marvel Universe. Marvel Cinematic Universe, let me say it correctly. And the elephant in the room, Captain Marvel. What is her role going to be? Anyway, this is your boy Onyx. Next time, check out part two of this video coming up. I think we're going to drop it on Friday. Peace out, y'all. And uh, remember, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Hey, let me say it. And check out the YouTube channel, GoingFullNerd.com, Facebook group, GoingFullNerd, and check me out on Spotify, iTunes, and my favorite podcasting app, Anchor.fm. <laughs> Later, y'all.